Film Narc presents Parking Lot Review. Hello and welcome to Film Narc. We just got out of Shin Godzilla. It's having a limited run in theaters and uh, we got out there because as you may or may not know if you listen, I am a big Godzilla nerd. Hence my Godzilla shirt, which plays very well for a podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, we are here with... Uh, Christopher, the Maester of Movies, and we brought a military consultant expert, yes. uh, who, uh, also Corey's neighbor, who came and watched the movie with us, Liam. Hi, glad <laughs> to be here. I'm a podcast novice, so I hope I can, I can contribute. It's okay. If it's awful, we'll just edit it out. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you may be a podcast novice, but you're not a movie novice, you know? You've been watching movies. No, yeah. That's true. You Def- have... Definitely a movie fan. Um, okay, so I guess we should start with a little bit of backstory, because I don't think this is going to be one of those movies that a general audience is going to be like, oh, let's check this out, because it is Japan's return to form of Godzilla movies. Yeah, this is going to be a longer review than normal, I feel like, because uh, there's just so much to get into, and this movie definitely wasn't your average go to the movie turn your brain off you know be entertained yeah. for a while um if anything you are reading a novel when you watch this movie it is very talky <laughs> <laughs> and and because it's japanese you have to read most of it but yes. um there's still a lot of great action um something that i really appreciated and i know Corey, you pointed this out is the audience um there was actually a point where the film messed up and it was silent for a while mm. so there's like a lot more um audience interaction than you would normally have when you go to a movie and i really appreciated the audience there were more people and you could tell that everyone was there who was there was there to see this movie they cared like nobody left when it quit working they were like hey let's get it working so we can finish this movie it was like everyone had like an appreciation and dedication to the movie um but we'll just kind of jump into it this uh is definitely a reboot of sorts for the japanese godzilla mythos uh, very different than what you'd normally expect. Uh, the movie picks up uh, just with some sort of seismic event that they think is like an underwater volcano, and it winds up being a giant creature that is constantly evolving through the movie and winds up making its way to the Godzilla you know and love. But there are lots of different visual tricks and things that they do in this movie that's um, really, I found to be very unique and something you don't really get in American movies. Um, but I'm sure we'll go into that when we discuss the movie more and what we liked and all that. Uh, so, um, something I think it would be fun to talk about. Let's, let's go through like the phases of Godzilla and let's talk. So Liam, like, what did you think of the first phase of Godzilla that came out and he had the gills and he was much more fishy and spitting blood. Yeah. And he wasn't really upright quite yet. Yeah. What, what did you think of that Godzilla? Oh dear! It was uh, it was not your typical Godzilla. It was a little hard for me to take seriously. A little goofy looking, but CG. Um, CG. I, I enjoyed the creativity, but um, I don't know. Kind of laughed. I couldn't take it seriously. It's a scary monster. There's definitely some model use with that one too. It wasn't all CG, and that's something that I really appreciated. I feel is kind of the saving grace. If you watch this movie and it was all CD. CG. I, I I don't think I could stomach it, mm. but I think they did couple it with some really great practical effects. And I'm pretty sure there were a couple scenes where it was just a guy in a suit. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> a couple true. that were pretty convincing. Um, so which which is really that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, I was hoping for guy in a suit Godzilla. That's, that's what you think? Of. 
and and I mean, it still totally worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't. It didn't like take me out of the movie. But yeah, the first version was definitely very cheesy and a little bit weird looking. But I really liked like the like it was leaking blood out of its gills and like it was kind of a cool like that was kind of cool looking but overall the first version of godzilla i was like this can't be godzilla it's too small yeah it's it's um which actually plays into the movie so it worked out they actually played it into the movie very well i like how they did it yeah the first version of godzilla is a bit of a shock because you get little hints of pieces as they're doing news footage and you're like Oh yeah, that's Godzilla, and then they actually show it, and you're like, "What am I even looking at? Like, what?" Is and he this just thing? like he just crawls like Very a goofy. mile onto the land, yeah. and then crawls back into I the ocean. Stay open like a fish, like a sardine. But the whole idea, all I could think of, were sardine faces. Yeah. The whole idea was that he was evolving yeah. during that time, and and so they, that was kind of cool. And they, uh, he just in the first appearance, he kind of just like wreaks havoc, and then just decides to go back into the water. Yeah, and so it's interesting the way they formatted the movie, the way they paced it, because you have like he shows up, and then like you know, fifteen twenty days later he comes back, and then he freezes and kind of charges for like another yeah. fifteen twenty days. So it it um it gave the people time to react, and and like it gave the movie a chance sort of to like not be all action mm. and not be all boring you know political stuff yeah um so Um, i thought they paced it pretty well and then there's going and then we'll jump into second form where he kind of learns to stand upright he's got little fingers sticking out of his sides um liam what were your thoughts on second form godzilla it was was a little more godzilla Mm -hmm. um i I, at that point i was really excited to see the final form because i realized what they were doing and knew that they were going to go full godzilla eventually Mm -hmm. um but uh, it started messing stuff up, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah, the little arms were kind of weird in the second form. That made like me laugh. it still had kind of like the little chest spikes that yeah. were going on, which looked sort of like fins. So it wasn't like fully land animal yet. But yeah, uh, um, yeah the second form was was much more like the traditional Godzilla, and. Um, and at that point, you were kind of in the swing of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the movie starts, and it, it gets a second. I mean, anytime you have to read the text of a movie, it takes you a while to kind of get into the get swing into of the movie. Of yeah, and, and understand. Like, so the, I felt like there was a lot of humor in the beginning that um, I didn't catch quite right away because I wasn't like in tune. I didn't. Yeah. Like, I didn't know the tone of the film yet, yeah. and I. Um, so, yeah. But once you got used to it, once you got into the groove, and you are by the second phase Godzilla, you can actually kind of really plug in and just yeah. enjoy what's going on. Okay, so third phase, uh, it starts getting a little bit of arms, and it's a little bit bigger, but not that huge. Um, I mean... How many phases were there? There were four. There were four phases. Okay, so which phase did he shoot fire? That was that the third was, phase? That was fourth. The end of the third phase or the beginning of the fourth phase? No, because phase? when he came out of the water and it showed him after he returned and he was ginormous, they're like, he's in his fourth phase. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then... Um, Oh yeah, so second and third and phase that was are like both the Godzilla, you know and love. Are are both the first time he comes on, or like that's like the first time he comes on, and then he kind of like pops up and he kind of like looks at his back yeah. So second phase is the first time, yeah, where he stands up. Yeah, third he like starts getting a little <laughs> more predominant arms and stuff, but he's still not the full like 
You don't look at it and go, that's Godzilla. Right. He's not fully Godzilla until he comes back. So, I mean, they're just pretty neutral. There isn't too much of a difference between them. But when that fourth phase comes along, you're like, that is Hoover here to see. It was pretty cool looking. They had the glowing spikes. They had glowing everything. Yeah. And and when he finally shot, like, they... They're hitting him with all this well, let, stuff. Let, let's wait. Let's okay, wait. okay. We'll discuss that a little bit later. <laughs> so what do you um, want to talk about now? Um, well, I want to say people looking for a Godzilla movie, this is far more of a person movie. I mean, we're really looking at how the government, the Japanese government, would respond to this crisis happening where they're trying to gather information. They're going in between meeting rooms, which is actually pretty comical how they depict it in the movie. Um, and some camera tricks that they did were nice where anything bureaucratic and political was with a standard camera filming the action. And then when you were figuring out what was happening down below, it was like people's cell phones footage and all that on what was actually going on in the city. But it's very much a movie about people responding. Right. Um, Anytime you do a movie like this, you can focus on the monster, you can focus on the people. And this was definitely more people focused. Yeah. Which, um. Very talky. I mean, I think it it helps to be aware of when you go into it, but it's not as, like, that could maybe sound boring if you really want a monster movie. But this movie wasn't, it wasn't boring to me. It was just, it was a little slow in the beginning, and it may not have been what you expected, but I thought the pacing was good, and. What you did get of the monster, which was plenty, was really good. So, what did you think? Well, but but it's it's not just a political movie. This isn't this isn't uh, West Wing or or yeah. Um, it, it was a, it was a satire, right? Yeah. It was a political satire. This is more Doctor Strange love than it is um, a, that, a hardcore political movie. That's a good comparison. Um, it, it there is a lot of humor in the beginning when you realize in the first ten minutes that you're watching the Japanese government bumbling through this trying to figure things out and you look at all the all the little things they do to try to make the government function it, it's it's funny really. yeah yeah they're jumping around and uh people have no idea what they're talking about and many people multiple times say oh there's no way that'll happen and then it <laughs> winds up happening um yeah well that was just bureaucracy and like they they should be getting things done but instead they're kind of just like reacting and and me- having official meetings that don't yeah. actually yeah, accomplish anything. Um, um, one of the credits did say "times a wasting," and I made a note about that because that made me laugh. I thought that was funny because I was like, "Why did he?" It's rare that you see someone like he was an old man too, and yeah. instead of it saying "we're wasting time," yeah, it said "times a wasting." Um, <laughs> that made me laugh. But you talked about the pace. I actually didn't have issue with the beginning pace. I felt like in the middle, it was kind of slowing down for me. Um, because there's a lot of information and stuff happening. But the beginning, I actually really liked because I was like, you don't see these conversations and these things happening in movies usually. Yeah, well, that's something that I liked about it because exactly what you said, you can tell it's not a, an American movie because we don't make movies like this anymore. No, it's just we, all of the action, action, right, action right. stuff. Right, right. And, and this, this uh, okay, and so I think that's a good segue into talking about what I really want to talk about, which is... Uh, there's there's a lot of this movie before you really see what you want to see, in yeah. my opinion, which is Godzilla shooting stuff out of his throat and just looking really cool and being uber destructive. But the destruction in general, even before that. Um, yeah, real, oh yeah. Real quick, before we get into that, Liam, what do you think of the pace of the movie? 
once I, I figured out what I was watching, um, that this wasn't going to be a hardcore action uh, monster kaiju movie, mm. and I realized that, that a lot of this was about the politics, it was about the political commentary, um, I, I enjoyed it, but it took me a minute to kind of switch gears in my head. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. And there was one scene, there was one joke that I thought played perfectly. I was actually trying not to laugh very loudly because people were trying to, you know, watch and listen. But they're like, ooh, that's going to that's gonna give the prime minister pause. And it cut to the picture of the prime minister sitting in his chair silently for like two seconds. And then it went over back into the conversation they were having. So they said that that'll give the prime minister pause. And it literally showed a pause of the prime minister sitting in his chair. And then it cut back to their conversation. And I loved that moment. I thought that was so funny. Um, but um, uh, destruction. Okay, Chris, we can finally get into destruction. Because there are cars, like when you first see just like spines of Godzilla, there's hundreds of well, there's boats, like boats getting cities, slammed streets, into the cars yeah. flying through the air, flooding and collapsing. Yeah, you get you get action almost right away in that yeah, sense. Yeah, like the destruction is on a level I don't think I've seen in a movie. Well, and I think it was really important because it it served to make the situation feel urgent. Like we have to stop this thing yeah. now. Like, yeah, stuff's going down. Because he's um, destroying everything. <laughs> yeah. So in Godzilla's last form, Godzilla is very much known for his uh, radioactive fire breath. Um, he does a lot more than that in this movie. Uh, Chris, you're really excited. About okay. This. So so they're shooting him a bunch, and they can't stop him. They can't hurt him when they finally get the prime minister to agree to like attack the Godzilla, which is kind of what you've been waiting for with all the frustrations of the bureaucracy and the po- political government going on. And so they finally attack it and they, they can't affect it at all. And then finally the U S drops some bombs that actually like burst and, and make it bleed yeah. and seem to have an effect. And at that point it sort of like falls down, it kind of stumbles and then just starts glowing and then it starts with like fire. It starts with like a smoke. Oh, but its bottom like a... jaw opens. Oh my gosh, it was so sweet. Yeah. I don't want to. Let's not two talk. Vampires, it was really cool. It was really cool. And then so it starts with like smoke and and like steam. Yeah, it's and, like some sort of. Yeah, I was thinking it was maybe almost some sort of like a gas that it then like ignited through the street. Yeah, it was. That could have been what was going on, but then it became fire. But yeah. then that became sharpened into this like nuclear laser beam yeah that at first it started shooting out of its mouth and just like leveling buildings kind of like superman's laser eyes and man of steel (laughs) just cuts through everything there's like a series where every like 10 seconds you are taken aback and in awe at the amount of destruction that is (laughs) happening awesome because like he does the smoke and you're like not sure what's happening and then it turns to fire and it ignites almost all of Tokyo. <laughs> he, he lights up like that entire, like buildings, yeah, like five blocks. And it shows, him. it shows like cars gridlock and traffic before yeah. that. So it burned everything. Yeah. Just, 
And so that scene in, in and of itself was like, yeah. ooh, he just sh- blew a lot of stuff up. Yeah, and then it sharpens <laughs> to a laser and it's cutting through buildings, hitting planes, all that kind of stuff. Well, then he shoots it out of his back yeah, and, and like, this his, grid of laser beams out of the spines of his back. And that beam. takes down like all the planes and helicopters. Yeah. He's just killing everything. apparently he has some sort of sensory thing where he can detect things close to him and he's able to eliminate it. That's something that they kind of talk w- about. When that started happening in this movie, I was like, okay, this is an awesome movie. No matter like what little weird things it is and how like political it is, if if you're not into that sort of thing, like that moment in the movie made it totally worth it for me and very like very good and enjoyable. Yeah. Liam, what did you think of the destruction aspect? But, well, the, the the laser beams were interesting for me because the the laser beams, the laser grid, the nuclear laser grid, yeah. combined with his ability to sense anything approaching him, you have this moment where you're like, this thing is indestructible. There's yeah. really this this moment where you're like humanity's best efforts may be futile and uh, yeah. there's, this, there's this there's a desperate moment yeah I don't know oh man how do you think the military handled themselves <laughs> okay you know what the, the military the self-defense forces of Japan were really the, the heroes in this movie um, what limited capabilities they have they employed very effectively and they're the ones who came off looking the most uh, competent <laughs> I think yeah um yeah. Very brave. Mm. very brave. And they were very action-oriented, which the very movie was kind of saying, like, this is, like, the ideal is people yeah. who actually go out and do things instead of just sitting and talking about it. What was interesting with the, with the just on the social act, uh, commentary aspect, the, instead of going with the stereotype of the hard-charging military, let's kill them, the, the SDF in Japan were really restrained and really held themselves back. They really were kind of kind of the heroes, I thought. That's what they were And I like the men. whole phase thing, like phase one, phase two of their like attack plan. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. So Yeah, and with yeah. Godzilla just moving through the city and everything blowing up around his face and his legs, and he's just marching through it. I loved the visual um, because yep. he is very much um, uh, commentary on today, like natural disasters, hurricanes, and they make little comments about it here and there to kind of drop hints at it. Um, it's, you know, bringing back the idea of the original Godzilla with the nuclear bomb and the fallout from all of that and the ghosts of Japan that have been, you know, there for years. It's yeah. they. I like how you said the ghosts of Japan. Like, anytime you watch anime and um, any of, like, the anime with the mechas and, like, there's a lot of focus on, like, warfare and um, I think that's because Japan having the bomb dropped on them, they have, they've had an effect through war that no other country has sustained and no, one, no, other, no other country has had, had to deal with yeah. that kind of destruction. And it uh, really shows itself in their movies and in their art forms. And uh, um, Liam, I think, was saying a lot of interesting things about how you see it in this movie. Hmm. Um, Liam, you want to, what is the word? Uh, elaborate, elaborate, expo- and, expostulate, and or something. I, can't I don't know. I mean, at, at the risk of sounding too academic and 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 uh, nerdy as far as geopolitics goes, I mean, it, when you when you look at this movie through the lens of of um, current events in Japan and what they're struggling with, their place in the world, their geopolitical place in the world, the rising threats of of you know neighboring countries like China, um, this whole movie is is really a commentary on what they're struggling with, mm-hmm. um, trying to move past that. Uh, the, the younger generation taking charge from the older generation who's scarred by by the war. The the self defense forces becoming more assertive on the world stage instead of being um, restrained like they have been since 
uh, World War II because of the war and all these things that they've suffered through. Yeah. Um, it, it really is a fascinating movie when you look at it through this through this light. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so I glad you're here. Yeah, I, no, I love that because usually when I watch a movie, I'm just like, did I enjoy it? Was it a good movie? Yeah. But this movie has cause to dig deeper into those yeah. sorts of things. And I don't think you're appreciating the movie fully if you're not appreciating you're what not Japan is saying about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm really glad that you yeah, that you mentioned those and things. And in terms of Godzilla's destruction, his tail winds up coming into play and shooting lasers as yes, well. Yes, which he, was a surprise. He's just an ultimate weapon of chaos and destruction and it's pretty incredible in classic japanese form there's this enemy he's unbeatable and super powerful and then we turn the tide and we finally turn the tide with science chris yeah well i know there's always got to be a hero but it's (laughs) just it reminds me of like dragon ball z or something where it's always Frieza shows up and he's super powerful and nobody yeah. can be. Oh, so and we just, train in a gravity so field. So we yell and we get stronger. <laughs> and then we learn the Kamehameha and then, you know, and we yeah. win. And it's it's that cycle over and over again. Um, uh, <laughs> one thing I did like about this was the leaning on science and studying the monster and having groups and all the details they're finding out about its creation and then coming up with good ideas on how to stop it, um, as well as. Uh, I, I love the addition of groups of people like, don't kill it! Like, save yeah, the monster! Yeah, that was a cool... It, yeah. it was very much like... Godzilla yeah, is God. Yeah, yeah this, God. Is, this would happen. Um, but they do it kind of tongue-in-cheek, and it's great. Um, I really liked that team that that guy put together, and that girl that shows up in the beginning. For some reason, she really stuck out to me. She only has, like four or five lines she's not the president girl she's one of the like scientists working yeah but i thought she was really great i really liked that team yeah really Um, good performances yeah and and i loved the whole like this monster is a mystery and we need to solve it yeah Um, and that in essence is what's going to save us so that was kind of a cool yeah so what would you rate the movie overall out of five stars Ooh, i'm gonna go last okay um I'm not even sure yet. I just feel like that's the time of the review. Like I need to think about it. Liam, do you have an idea? You know, I'm going to give two answers. As as a Godzilla kaiju that's fair. monster yeah. movie, three and a half, four stars. Mm-hmm. As a as a political satire, social commentary, and through the lens of current events in Japan, five stars. Thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice. Love nice. it. Nice. I liked this movie. Um, when it started, I was like, Ooh, there's some cheesiness I'm going to need to push through. But a lot of that was because of the first form of Godzilla. And that's why we needed to to hit on that. But as the movie went on, I really like legitimately liked it. I I went into this movie really wanting to like it. And I, and I wanted to make sure that I didn't let that like, uh, tint to the way I viewed it and make me like enjoy it more than it actually was enjoyable. Uh, cause I want to give a, like a really realistic review, but I think 3.5 at least. I'd say more in in, in between 3.5 and 4, yeah. like 3.8, 3.9, almost 4, which is 80%. That's a really high yeah. score. I really enjoyed this movie. I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, and, and there was a payoff primarily with that just... And also there was some intelligence in this movie that I wasn't yeah. expecting. And just the pure nostalgia of hearing Godzilla... <laughs> You know, his call, Speaking the of true hearing, Godzilla call. They used a lot of new music. They used a lot of old music. There are times when I was humming along the different songs that mm. they were using because I know them from all the old movies. Uh, they used music 
beautifully in this movie to really set a tone and add emotion. Like, during the major scenes of destruction, it just kind of goes soft and quiet with some more, like, orchestral, like, um, like chorus of people, like, singing. It's very... It's godlike. <laughs> when they do play the music, it's, it's um, louder and more noticeable, and there's a lot of moments where there's just dialogue and no music, yeah. which really stuck out to me, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, for me, being an OG Godzilla fan and, you know, having so much respect, the original Gojira, the Japanese version of the original black-and-white movie, not the American cut, they took some liberties, but uh, <laughs> the original Japanese Gojira is one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. It has a great message. There's a lot there. It's one of those great movies. And I feel like this really tapped into that vein while creating a whole new mythology. And as a Godzilla fan, I give it like a 4.5. I really enjoyed nice. this movie. And you could tell this wasn't the end. No. Okay, they didn't like put a nice little bow on it. More can happen. Yeah. Um, but there's a central theme of mankind gathering together and working together like there's a really obvious moment where they're all they're talking about all these volunteers who have helped out yeah. and everybody on this like small team hasn't slept and they haven't gone home and showered like they're working so hard because i mean to save the planet basically yeah. and save people and, and that's also a common theme and in, in japanese movies and, and cartoons just on the social because i keep going back to the social commentary and political aspect um, I'll be really interested to see in the next movie if this encounter with Japan will have changed the SDF's role, the Japanese government, their geopolitical yeah. position in the world. I, I'm really interested to see what the studio does with the Japanese government itself yeah. if they do another Well, how many years has it been well, since the last movie? Since the last one? Oh, man, I'm trying to remember. It's been... It's been quite a while, hasn't it's it? It's been quite a while, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if... By the time they make another movie, they actually are in a different position, you know, politically. <laughs> yeah, but I would say that uh, they definitely leave that open with how much focus the government procedure, all that was yeah. in this movie, that that would be another heavy focus. And I'm not too concerned about spoilers because I don't think a lot of people are knocking over their grandmothers to see this movie. Right. Um, this is definitely... They, they, if, they yeah, freeze Godzilla heavy. and they talk about it's going to happen that Godzilla is going to be unfrozen. Right. Right, And one of the things that they do at the end is show you the end of his tail, which has been glowing red. There's all of these different mouths and creatures and stuff coming up off of his tail. So I think they're showing that if they do more in this mythology of Godzilla, um, his genes are going to be able to splice off and create different monsters that I'm sure you'll get the big monster battles that you're used to with Godzilla. Well, they had there, that... There's a lot of ways that you could go. They had that spike that had fallen off of his back, and they're talking about, like, oh, maybe he was planning on, like, spreading his seed over the whole earth. Yep. Yeah, so they definitely set it up. Um, and as far as, like, Monster movies go, battles. this is more of a prequel sort of a thing. They, like, this was, as far as I could tell, Japan's first encounter with Gojira. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, very enjoyable movie, very cool, like, prequel, like you were saying. They kind of re reenervated the franchise, in a sense re-energized it like a shot in the arm sure okay <laughs> all right well re-enervated yeah. is a word <laughs> um all right well i think that will do it for our parking lot review liam thank you for joining us and taking part i hope i helped uh you definitely did yeah. 
Yeah, you, uh, you classed it up quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, you super classed it up. Usually these are really bad. I giggled what? and laughed and it was exciting. Yeah, I, the pause part. It was funny. Yeah. Anyway. No, but uh, yeah, uh, that was you know almost half an hour, but it, it deserved it. It did. Peace out, Film Narcans. <laughs>